Grief Stories is not a crisis resource. Please seek support from a qualified professional in your area to meet your unique emotional and medical needs. You are listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard, a social worker with an interest in helping people find hope and healing when someone they love has died. In each episode, you'll hear a real person sharing their story of loss and the insights they have gained that help them on their journey with grief. At Grief Stories, we're helping grief make sense one story at a time. Today, our guest is Kara, and she talks to us about losing her partner of 38 years. Kara, welcome to the Grief Stories podcast. Thank you for joining us as a guest today. Thank you for having me. Can you talk to us about your story of loss, please? Yes. Um, It's been almost five years now. The anniversary of my partner's death is coming up in a month's time. Uh, So it um, brings it all back. Um, I lost my partner suddenly, unexpectedly. She hadn't been sick. Uh, she ended up with a pulmonary embolus. Uh, by the time the ambulance got her to the hospital, she um, had a cardiac arrest. When I got to the hospital, they were working on her. Uh, so it was just, um, you forget how to breathe. You forget how to move. You don't think you could, your life just stops. It's mm-hmm. a, a really horrible feeling. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, is right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that it's um, it's such a shock and such a tragedy in that unfolding in that right before you. Yes, I know. I had to. Uh, they they asked if there was anyone I needed to call, and this is when they were still working on her and. Of course, I wanted to get word to her brother. I couldn't work my phone. I didn't know how to dial the phone. I had to get somebody to do it. That's, you know, that's how you feel. You just feel like you're totally, that you have to tell yourself to take a breath. Yes. At least that was for me. Yes. yes. And, um, yeah. And so it was. Uh, as I said, totally unexpected. We'd been together for 38 years, uh, and all of a sudden she wasn't there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's one of the real challenges of the kind of loss you experienced was how sudden it was, and it's almost as if, and you know, you've lost a limb overnight. Yeah. You know, something yeah. that made every day part of your everyday functioning is suddenly mm-hmm. gone. Yes, and um, you know they were. Um, her brother was really good. Uh, I I did not know how he was going to react to me. Uh, we had never made a big thing about being a couple, uh, and uh, I did not know how it was going to go. So in another in a sense, this was my coming out day to family and friends. Uh, right. And, you know, 40 years ago, it was a bit different world. And uh, so, and you just got into, we just got into the, this is the way we lived, you know, and we just didn't make a big thing about it. 
So I sat there, and I was waiting for her brother to come, and I really did not know how he was going to react. Fortunately for me, the family was 150% behind me and very supportive. And so they made it as easy as possible, as easy as anything could be made easy Mm -hmm. at that time. But yeah, it um, you know at one point very briefly I didn't know if I was going to have a house to live in. <laughs> Once they came and it was it, you know that was such a small part of it. Learning to to live again was was a hard part. You know she'd been a very strong and central figure for me. You know she'd been very supportive of me and uh, so I just I I really for that a very short time thought. That was it. I didn't know if I could keep on going. And um, but uh, as much as you lose lose a person, I could still hear her voice telling me, "Okay, get over it. You know, let's just keep on going." Yes. And I had to learn to remember the good things. You know, I had I was in a partnership for 38 years that was just just incredibly rewarding for me. Uh, I had somebody who believed in me, who supported me, who was had my back, and um, that was that was the hard part of losing, you know. Mm-hmm. That deep connection and full support to suddenly lose that um, is is really disconcerting. It sounds like I, I I think of it as losing the we and becoming a me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and having to step step out the door uh, as an individual that wasn't part of a partnership. Yeah. Um, what have been some of the hardest parts about that, you know, in your day-to-day life? What have been some of the biggest challenges of living without your, your partner of 38 years? I, I think originally, the first time that I really noticed it was the first day that I went grocery shopping. Mm. Because I did the grocery shopping. And, and, you know, like every other person, when you're buying for a family, you buy for what everybody else likes. And I could remember standing in the middle of the grocery shop thinking, I don't know what I want. Right. I don't know what this person standing here yeah. wants. And I often, you know, talk to people about the fact that the grocery store can be a real minefield because, you know, you'll be standing in front of the... Um, you know, the yogurt section and suddenly you're, you, the tears are welling up because their favorite yogurt is there and they're not here for it, you know? Yeah. So you have yeah. this dual issue of trying to find what it is that you want on your own grocery list and also the, just the heartbreak of not being able to buy her favorites. Yeah. You know, and in some ways you think that the world should be stopping too. And you mm-hmm. look around and people keep going and they smile and they laugh and you wonder... But don't you know that she's gone? Uh-huh. How can you keep on going? And you realize that's life, you uh-huh. know? Uh, I think a very important day for me was when I realized that I had to stop thinking about the day she died and remembering the 38 years of good things. So there was that was a real mark for you in terms of yeah. being able yeah. to say, okay, I'm going to stop focusing on that memory of the day she died. Yeah, and I'm going to start focusing on those beautiful treasured memories that I carry of her. Yeah, and of 
and of us, of your time together. When, yeah. around when did that happen for you? Not immediately, but within, within a month or so, when I suddenly realized when somebody said to me, how are you? They didn't mean, how are you? Right. You know, they meant, how are you? Yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know whether I heard it somewhere or what, but I realized what I was doing was reliving that last, because I sat with her. I sat with her until her brother came. Um, I mean, they, they were really good about it. Uh, so I, I, I did get to say things to her, even though she, she really wasn't there, but at least I felt like I had a chance. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 but I started reliving the way she lived or looked, mm-hmm. you know, um, and could I have done something? Could I have gone something sooner? Did you know all of the things that go through your head? And I realized she was gone. Mm-hmm. She was never going to go come back. But I still had her. Yes. And if I listen, I can hear her voice. I know what she would say to certain circumstances. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I know that if. I felt that I couldn't do it. She would say, oh, come on, you, you know, like, get on with it, Kara. Just, you know, of yes. course you can. Yeah. So that was important. That, yeah, well, there's that support, that 100% I have your back of all those years, right? Yep. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, what you, what you talk about experiencing with the sort of flashbacks or reliving of how she looked and what happened and what could you have done differently is such a common experience. Um, so much, especially so when we lose someone suddenly and unexpectedly, because yeah. we haven't had time to sort of prepare. We haven't had time to say the thing, do the things that we would like to do um, because it's so sudden and abrupt that departure, you know? Yeah. And, and so those challenges of the images and the thoughts of what could I have done, we can sometimes get a little bit stuck there because it's such a rapid change that it's very hard to adjust. And then I think so you, that you're afraid to let go. Mm-hmm. You know, part of you is afraid to, if I step away, if I stop remembering that moment, I'm going to lose her forever. Mm-hmm. And you don't. You know, really, the the good part of any relationship is going to be there, whether the person is right sitting beside you or in another room or, you know, gone. Yeah, well, you really, you carry their, you carry their life and their love in your heart and your memories. Yeah. Right? And I still talk to her, you know? Yes. I still talk to her. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, that the support is there, you know. When I yeah. feel bad about myself, I remember this is a smart, intelligent, funny lady, and she thought that I was worth being a partner. That's right. You know, and thirty-eight <laughs> years is nothing to sneeze at either, right? Like yeah. that's a that is a commitment, and you knew that her whole heart was in it, just as yours was. And, and so it sounds like what's really helped you through the grieving process has really been to come back to the love over and over again, to come back to the love. Exactly. You know, you can't, you can't, you're, you, the minute it happens, you start to become a different person. Mm-hmm. And that takes a bit of acceptance. Because yes. it doesn't make you 
a worse person or you're not going to, you know, you, but you, you are different. And God knows the world today is certainly different than it was five years ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Things the experiences are... that we go through are yeah. different and they yeah. change you. Yes. But they and, can't and change the feelings. They can't change the feelings and they don't change that love. They don't change what you had. They don't change her. You're changing. And, you know, I often say when we lose someone, um, you know, we never are the same again. We don't go back to the person we were the day before we lost that person. We never do. Um, As we work our way through grief, and this is what it sounds to me like you've been doing, you come back to yourself a bit. We get a little bit lost in the um, distress of grief, like you said, when you were uh, having, you know, go reliving it you get a little bit lost in that pain and distress but you do over time as you come back to the love you come back to yourself a little bit and it sounds like that's been part of your healing journey to the to the who you are now right oh i think it makes you stronger you know dealing with it makes you stronger Mm, it it certainly can yeah yeah um you have, well, I mean, certainly you have to let it make you stronger, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, you're going to lose people. Yeah. It's inevitable. You know, you, you can't say, oh, I, I'm going to, well, I mean, you do. I can remember, you know, you say, I want to go first because I don't want to have to <laughs> deal without you. You both That's... can't go at the same time. That's right. It doesn't Most often happen that way. It doesn't often happen you know? that way. <laughs> and um, so it's. Yeah, it was 38 years. Maybe it wasn't 40, but maybe life would have been different. She would have hated being an invalid. Mm -hmm. She would have hated not being able to maintain her dignity and and the life that she wanted to live. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was good. Maybe she picked the time. Yeah, I think we can often reflect on that and think about as hard as it was for you left behind, it was the outcome for her was that she didn't have any more suffering and she didn't have to worry about indignities and so forth in terms of a loss of freedom and a loss of self ability. Right. Um, And so as hard as it is for you, it sounds like you really value that she's free of those kinds of things. Oh yeah. So, so over the five years you had this experience of, of some time where you were reliving you had a um, realization that um, the love is still there and that's been something that has helped you adjust and adapt to the reality of her physical loss because the love is still there is there anything else that's been really helpful to you to do in this five years time uh don't hide uh i became much more outgoing than i had been uh, I decided that I had to do things that scared me a little because you have to make do steps. I was I was an introvert, you know, <laughs> but you have to you have to take the steps and decide that, uh, yeah, that life life is there. Accept friendships that you make. I mean, my <laughs> friends have just been a godsend, um, and um, find things to do which I have and um, just, you know, take it. There are days when, yes, you don't want to 
deal with anything, especially when there are other problems in the world going on. But you have to, you take a deep breath, go for a walk, you know, all of the things that you do when you, um, when problems occur, which always happen in life, you know, always going to have problems. Yep. And just know that you can, you can do it. Yeah. So it's sort of that turning towards life and embracing what you have, grounding yourself and breathing and walking and taking care of yourself and, um, and just turning toward the things that draw you forward. And yeah. as you do that, you're carrying your love for your partner along um, with you. It's not going anywhere. That love is with you. Yes. In some ways, it's, it's, there's a good side because you have to discover who you are as an individual and, and um, open yourself up to that. Open, open yourself up to life and see what, what is out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a self-discovery journey all of its own. Even, you know, beginning with the grocery store and what do I want on my own grocery list, mm-hmm. right? Coming exactly. right back to that piece. It's, um, it's who am I in this world without my partner of 38 years? Without letting go of the memories or the love or that, um, oh, that <laughs> depth of the relationship. Exactly, exactly. No, Beautiful. No. That's precious. It's It's something that I'm... You know, I realize now that when I look around and I see people, a lot of people don't have that, can never mm-hmm. look back and say that I had that depth. I had a person that was, you know, so great and wonderful, and um, I will miss her forever, mm-hmm. but she's with me. Yes. Yeah. You know? And in that way, you know, you almost are her legacy, that love that you live in. Um, that's that last you're you're part of that legacy she leaves yeah yeah talking about it does that's the other thing talking about it putting putting emotions to words uh, discovering how you feel and and actually um, learning to understand what the emotions because are mm-hmm. you know. it's true i I often say that when we talk about things we let them out of our mind. You know, when we, when we are not able to talk about them or express our feelings and thoughts, they sort of circle around in our mind and chase each other. And mm-hmm. when we're able to talk about them, we can test our thoughts and feelings out. We can see how they are changing as we go on, you know, um, when we talk about them it can be really helpful. Yes. It gets a bit easier, you know, talking about her. Because uh, I suddenly realized... Uh, one day that I know a lot of people now who never met her, mm. you know, who didn't know her and didn't know that, that part of me. So I bore them occasionally too. <laughs> <laughs> you tell the good stories. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you, you keep her, you keep her alive with those good stories. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think, you know, that's, she's such an important part of you that even the people who didn't know her, get the chance to know her through your eyes, through your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel good. Makes me feel good. And it sounds like that also helps you sort of have the strength and the courage and the heart to go forward and to embrace this life you have now, even though it's um, not what you were expecting. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. This wasn't in the plan, right? Oh, no. There's a lot of things that weren't in the plans that made it tough. But, hey, you know, that is life. It is. That is life. It really is. And I think, you know, we all have grief come to us in one way or another in the course of our life. And, And when we're able to do the things you've done, you know, turning towards the love and the treasured memories and, and talking about our feelings and thoughts and, and about our person, right? Um, yeah. We are able to adjust to the, the challenges that life throws us sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, you know, Ed, it's really nice to be able to talk about your love so much and, and to, um, and just bring that peace into the world, right? I got a smile on my face, <laughs> almost a tear in the eye, but I do have yeah. a smile on my face. Beautiful. Me too. Yeah. I'm reminded of how lucky I was, and um, I don't regret a minute of it. <laughs> no, and that's it. And and you know what? I mean, grief really is our expression of love, mm. and and I hear that echoing through everything you've said today. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us today, Kara. I think, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard. Please remember that grief is universal, but every person's experience of grief is unique. While our interviews are intended to help listeners feel validation and reassurance, we know that this story might be different from your own. Please visit our website, griefstories.org, for more stories of hope and healing.